0: You're listening to the Reman Initiative. This is a short-form podcast focused on helping men recover from religion, be reconciled to God the Father, be restored into a conversational walk with Jesus and re-engaged into the most adventurous life that a man could ever imagine. A life surrendered to and led by the Spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit who dwells in the sons of God and empowers us to step out of the comfort zone. Teach us how to do hard things that actually matter and have eternal weight. A spirit that leads us into actions that bring true life and calls us as men to bear fruit that transforms the world around us by first transforming us into true sons, worthy of bearing the Father's great name. If you're ready to start living a life of meaning and purpose, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Remaned Hey guys, thanks for taking a few minutes of your day to share them with me. When this podcast airs, it'll be March 20th, 2023, which will be leading up to Easter. My hope with this series is to kind of prepare us for, to kind of set the the stage so we could truly grasp the wonder and the tremendous love demonstrated for us at the cross and at the empty tomb. Last week, we discussed humanity's dead condition and how outside of the remedy of Jesus, we're all just the walking dead. Look, I know it's hard to look at those around us or even ourselves and see this, but that's truth. When we are in this state, we're animated, capable of movement and action, but not really alive. And in this story, those who are in this state are under the influence and the control of the spirit of disobedience. Yep. There are dark spiritual forces and powers at work in the world we live in, and there is one who is called the Lord of the dead, the prince of this world, the father of lies, the accuser, whose sole mission is to steal, kill, and destroy. You may be familiar with the passage of Scripture in Ephesians 6, where the Apostle Paul teaches that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but with or against rulers, against powers, against world rulers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. I want you to notice that rulers and powers and forces are all plural. There is a sizable network of dark spiritual forces that are antagonistic to humanity and literally hell-bent on our destruction. Now, there will be many who will reject the idea of such an existence of forces, and I'm sure it is a lot more comfortable to simply ignore such talk, especially if that discussion were to in some way indicate that myself or those around me, were actually under their influence and for all intents and purposes, in bondage, and actually enslaved to them. It is so much easier to believe that we are our own masters, that we are the captains of our own ships and the sole creators of our own destinies. But brothers, that is the matrix. That's the lie. It's a fabrication and a narrative that is designed to keep us enslaved. Here's the truth. We are human. We were specifically created by the king of the universe in his own image to be in a family relationship with him. Our ancestors were baited by a rebellious spirit to take action that represented a free will decision on their part and would be in direct rebellion against our Creator and the righteous laws that He had put in place. And these actions sold them and their children, all those who would come through their line, into slavery and under the control and mastery of the chief rebel himself. As humans in the line of Adam, we are born slaves. Okay, Joe, if I'm a slave, then why is it that I still have free will? What, you think slaves don't have the ability to think for themselves? Of course they do. But thinking for yourself and having freedom is not the same thing. When there is no freedom, where hopelessness is a reality, all men of every creed will eventually devolve into selfish, self protecting, self centered beings. And if all you've ever known has been internally influenced by the death and bondage of the slavery you've been born into, how would you ever know the difference? I mean, if you're a slave and everyone else around you is a slave, then how would you know? you were in bondage, or what real freedom even looked like. I might say that to you, those who were not in bondage would seem divergent and would be a threat. Jesus told his followers, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Apostle Peter in 1 Peter 1 verses 18 and 19 says, knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ like that of a lamb, without spot or blemish. 1 Corinthians 6.20, the Apostle Paul said, For you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. What happened on what we call Good Friday? Was it merely the death of a divergent thinker, or a good man wrongly accused or unjustly put to death? No, no. what What happened on that day was a legal transaction, a purchase, a price paid so that anyone who desired freedom from the slavery they were born into could be freed from that slavery and not only become the mere property of another master, but a member of that man's family, the family they originated from. Reconciled and restored to the one who made them and truly loves them. Rescued from the one who stole them and is determined to use and abuse them for his own pleasure and then see them eternally separated from the Creator and life itself. No longer the hopeless slaves to sin and death no longer under the authority and the influence of the prince of this world, the Lord of the dead, but redeemed and restored to the Father who loves them and has never stopped pursuing them. A Father who went to unimaginable lengths and paid an unfathomable sum so that they might once again know Him for who He really is. Abba, Father. In Christ, by his death, blood, and resurrection, the price has been paid for our redemption. The price for our freedom has been paid. If we were really to take a moral inventory of our lives and simply look around at the world that is around us, we could see more than enough evidence of the bondage that humanity is encased in often even those who have believed the story of Jesus and accepted the ransom for their soul struggle because they haven't yet learned to stop thinking and acting like slaves, freed from bondage but still practicing sin. Jesus said this, he said, I'll tell you the solemn truth. Everyone who practices sin is a slave of sin. He said the slave doesn't remain in the family forever, but the son, the son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will really be free. Free indeed. I can assure you as a former slave myself, you can learn to live free and learn how to live like members of an incredible family with amazing brothers and sisters, a king that loves us more than we can possibly imagine, and the greatest father of all time. There is grace for those who are learning how to stop living like slaves, and there is power that's given to us by the indwelling of Holy Spirit, who gives us new hearts that are not the hearts of orphans, but hearts that love the Father. But for those who reject freedom and continue to live as willing slaves to this world and the powers of this world, the days of grace will one day end. And after that, an account must be given for that choice. If you've never believed this story, I mean, the good news about the work that Jesus did for us and the price that was paid and accepted for our redemption, I want to invite you to simply, thoughtfully consider this. In a simple prayer, ask God to rescue you. Tell Him you want to be a part of His family and that you are ready to stop living like a slave. If you have accepted Jesus as Savior and King, but have struggled to stop living like a slave and continue to practice the behaviors of a slave, then I want to encourage you today and tell you that there is grace for you. And all you need to do, no matter how much sin you have been practicing, is turn away from that altogether. Ask your Father to forgive you and ask Him to fill you with His Spirit and give you the power to live free from sin. Then, join the family and be surrounded by faithful brothers and sisters who will help you learn how to live like a member of God's family and break the chains of slavery once and for all. The Emancipation Proclamation for Your Freedom Has Been Declared The legal documents for your freedom, they've been signed by the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, written in his own blood and ratified by the Father by his resurrection from the dead. The good news is no one has to remain a slave to the dark forces of this world and to sin any longer. And when you are ready to be free, The road to freedom has been paved and it is open. Zombies and slaves, no more. Not if you accept Christ. Those that are in Christ, those whom the sun sets free, they're free indeed. Next week, we'll talk about. Learning how to become sons. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative, and I'm the host and the founder of the Reman Initiative, Joe Bailey. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing here, you can check us out on the web at www.experiencereman.com. There's a contact page there, and I would love to hear from you. Hey, if you're a leader of a men's group, and you'd like to talk with me about coming and speaking to your group of men, why don't you reach out to me on that contact page, or you can send me an email at joe at experiencereman.com. I'm going to be accepting speaking engagements in the second half of 2023, and I'd love to talk with you about that opportunity. If you do like what we're doing here... Consider dropping us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening on, or head go a step further and share the show with another man. Until next week, God bless, brothers. We'll talk to you soon.